And good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Let's Have a Fifi. This is season 11, episode 5. Um, Felicia is not here currently yet. She will be, I'm sure, at some point. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, with us this evening, we have a very special guest. We have Sir Eric. He's in studio. When I say in studio, it's my studio because Felicia still lives in BFE. So that's how that is going ah. to work. But I'm excited because he's my first official guest here. So he's like one of the only people that's actually seen the drag cave being completed. So it's pretty fabulous. That's kind of exciting. Um, it is 10 years of being your Wednesday night conversation. Uh, welcome to Let's Have a Fifi. Um, I am not Felicia Minor. Uh, I am, however, Freddie Prince Charming. And you can get exclusive content on our, oh, hell, hang on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Found it. On our Patreon at patreon.com slash let's have a Fifi. Um, you can, there's after show blips and bloopers. Uh, there's a blog that happens. Uh, you get to see photo shoots and things first as they roll out or sometimes only. There are a few things that we haven't even like released yet. I love exclusive content. It's all about the exclusive content. All about the exclusive content. Uh, we would like to thank our patrons, Brandon D, Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. And of course, uh, special thanks to Drake Jensen for taking a deeper plunge on the Patreon. And of course, special thanks to 6S Boutique, LC Designs, and uh, Wigs of a Kind for supporting us. You can donate, support us, tip us, buy us a drink, pay our light bill, whatever it is, at paypal.me slash let's have a fee um, We did just get, um, or at least I got, I'm pretty sure Felicia would have too, um, our monthly goodie bag from uh, Success Boutique. I post a little open boxy opening, what do you call them? An unboxing. Thank you. <laughs> boxy thing opening whatever Take uh, that out. Yes, right um i posted that to my instagram earlier um i we always get the coolest things i got some like gold lipstick he said some lashes okay. uh, i got some gold glitter and some fun like um aqua color krylon stuff i'm the, the cool stuff i love a beautiful very, very package cool cosmetic i you know i i'm I'm here for it. Opening and it is almost as fun as putting it on. It really is. And Andy knows that basically whatever he sends me, I'm going to end up using because we won't we won't talk about the, the my we won't talk about my makeup collection. It's a little it's, Is it extensive? Yeah. You've got to find the right stuff and then use what you know works. Uh, yeah. But you do you. I do all the things, though. That's the things that I can't. I can't limit myself to just one thing. That's not how that works. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, you can also text LHAF to 602-730-7379. Um, and you can get updates and texts and whatnot from Felicia. No idea what she sends out. So have fun with that. Not a damn clue. Um, if you are on the Facebook, uh, there's the whole Facebook stars things. If you click on the stars button at the bottom, uh, we can earn money like a couple of dollars or something. I don't know how that works. Okay. Either. No idea how that works. Um, so let's see. I'm gonna no, I don't want to do that. Why can't we're the stars? Right no, now? go away. Why? 
Why is it always make Felicia bigger? <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> there we go. Let's it. try that. Okay, okay, there we go. Felicia, okay. well, I'll I'll make Felicia bigger later. It's fine when she comes back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, hello, DJ Image. We've got Marissa watching. Uh, Marissa's our, who does our wigs and things. Most of the wigs that you see on that oh, wall okay. are from Marissa. They're delightful. Yeah, Eric is like the first person to actually see my wigs and stuff too, like in their entirety. Um, so as long as we're, you know, well, we'll go ahead and, and start with uh, my weekend, um, which was not really a weekend. It was more of a week. I spent all of last week in Houston um, helping uh, Randy Wilde with US of A at large, uh, Mr. US of A at large nationals. Oh boy. First of all, that drive, the drive, the drive. It's very long and Texas is shit. Texas is shit. I hate Texas with a passion. Hate Texas with a passion. Um, the competition was good. I, those boys don't play. Never let the at large label on any system fool you. Because first of all, the weight limit for at large is 200 pounds. Okay. So for an AMAB individual hitting 200 pounds, if you're that's, like of average height. That's not difficult. No. Like that really is I'm like almost 5'11 and I weigh 180 and I'm kind of slim. Right. See, so I I I find that the 200 being uh, but it, it is right. what it is. Like you gotta have a number. Right. But those boys don't play. Like it was fantastic. The okay. clubware looked amazing. They there are some live singers that just so fucking good. I love a live singer. So fucking good. The problem is that like so many times in competitions and at bars, the sound system isn't right. It's not set up. And then it's not set up to really showcase them. Right. And then they end up sounding like shit and it's not their Money. fault. It's the sound but system. But then they get scored on it. Right. It's, it's, it's always hard. And I, I'm never one, like full, full disclosure. I am never one to like encourage live singing at competitions because you don't know what the sound system is going to be like. Right. Like, you, unless you are familiar with the venue and you've right. been there before, it really is a roll of the dice. Right. Like, it it can be really tricky. So it's like, mmm. But I they did know. well? Yes. Randy did well. Um, all of his critiques were things that I pretty much told him. Okay. So, you know. Um, there was one thing that happened that I was not, and I have no problem saying, I don't give a fuck. So... When contestants are competing, they usually ask for the dimensions of the stage. Oh, that's pretty standard. Okay, yeah. right. How much room do I have to work with? They were given the dimensions. And then when they got there, they decided that, when I say they, the powers that be, uh, decided that it was better to sell tables and put them on, like, the stage area and then put the judges in front of them which then cut their performance space about in half. Ooh. Which, personally... What could go wrong? That's fucking horse <laughs> shit. Horse shit. Yeah, because that's not cool. Randy is an aerialist, so he had a rig. Oh, so he's going to be, like, kicking people and... The assumption was he was going to have X amount of space to work with. Right. You need that. Right. His space was cut down. So a lot of his Ooh. critiques were, you know, the rig got in the way of the dancers. Well, no shit. Well, it, it did. wouldn't have. Right. If I had the room to No build. shit. Because it, it, that wouldn't have happened if they hadn't decided to put the judges halfway up the thing, put tables behind them. I'm like, no, 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 no. That that's horseshit. 
Yowza. That's horseshit, and I have no problem saying that because yeah, do that's that. that's not cool. That's bullshit. First of all, the tables around there unnecessary. There weren't that many people. There weren't. Like, uh, sorry, not sorry. There weren't that many people. There was no reason to have that many tables on that stage to be able to take up that. It, you, like, they were on top of the judges. Like, they were. It, it was. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't sound great. No. So the fact that that happened and then. His critiques were, well, the rig was getting in the way. Well, of course it was. Right. You, That's... you took away half his dance space because it's fine. Whatever. Um, so uh, many of you know also that uh, my partner and I have decided to take the kids to Disneyland on Christmas. Like Christmas weekend. Okay. So we're leaving. Hopefully Friday. nobody will be there. Actually, it's one of their busiest days. Oh, shit. But it's okay because we're, we, we prepared for this. Okay. Like we, we, we've got like the Genie app, we're gonna get the Magic Band Pluses. Well, I just did this. Yes, yes you did. Uh, and it was a good time. Yeah, y'all look uh, jealous. Thank you. Very jealous. We came to slay, we didn't come to play. Um, lots of people took our pictures. Cruella at the Oogie Boogie Bash actually like stopped the show. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, so my guy went dressed as Cruella, I was dressed as Maleficent, we did like kind of glam versions of them and then our friends were uh the evil queen ursula yep and so i got to the end of the red carpet so that i could take his picture as he was coming up to me cruella and she stops everybody and is just like wait 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 you come 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 here uh i want to look at this so all these people are waiting oh my god to see her. that's fucking fantastic and she calls me up to like the edge of the stage and is having me do a twirl and looking at my outfit and everything and then she saw we were a set and she was like, oh, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, we don't want to give everything away at once. Ah. Like, ah, that's smart. That so we fantastic. got Cruella's approval. That's yeah, amazing. Y'all look um, fantastic. Like, Thank you. But the, the problem with this is, okay, so we're doing this. We're taking the kids. We're making them do the whole Disney bounty thing. Okay. So did they argue? they're teenagers right that nothing is cool right so we have to force them to do this they'll enjoy it later but right now we're forcing them and right it's fine. it'll be very instagrammable so, right so the 24th we're going to be a california adventure so we're doing marvel okay and then um we're doing uh disneyland on the 25th because it's the 25th and it's disneyland on christmas and it's right. going to be fucking amazing what characters are you doing so marvel is on saturday i'm doing vision all right my partner is doing Wanda. The kids are doing Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Loki. Good choices. Mm -hmm. And then Toy Story is going to be on Sunday. Oh, okay. So I'm doing Woody. My partner is doing Bo Peep. Um, we've got an Alien, Buzz, and Slinky. All right. So, great. I see a Felicia. That's, oh, oh, hey. I, okay, hang on. Let me put the thing back. Hey, Queen um hello there she is there we go um but uh the 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 problem the problem um is that we are now completely obsessed with the fucking lounge fly backpacks oh i've been bitten by this bug too. uh so has my guy so in the last mm, two and a half weeks we have managed to Obtain a mass, yeah. Is a mass is hoard like the correct word? <laughs> uh, probably about 20 backpacks. At this no, point. Shit. yeah. But <laughs> let me tell you though, I am the fucking king of goddamn deals because we look on Poshmark, we get them on set. Like, 
I do like Poshmark. Like we 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 have gotten some of like outstanding deals on some of these bags, but we now have a ridiculous collection, and I'm very ashamed of it. <laughs> wow. I have a couple. Uh, my guy Ryan has a couple. Our friends Terry and John have a bit of a collection. I know oh. John actually. Yay! I met John years ago in at AIDF. Oh, how fun! I know. Yeah, figure. <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But they're really cute. And they make excellent, like, butts and bags pictures. So if you have somebody take your picture from behind, uh -huh. and you're all standing in a cute row, uh, it, it's good stuff. Yeah, we, we have a lot now. Interesting. Lot. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not doing Slinky, he's doing Rex now. Okay. I forgot. Gotcha. I forgot. Because we couldn't find, the only Slinky bag that we could find is, like, 300 bucks. So we're like, well, there's not a lot of play out there that's worth that. Like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, but I'm sure people will pay it. But. Right. Somebody out there obviously is because, you know, but I'm like, nah, nah. 300 so bucks, we, that's a day at Disneyland. Right. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, nah, so, yeah, no, we, we, when we told him that, it was like, well, you can either get like a generic Toy Story one or like a different character. And he decided to change his character altogether. So now gotcha. it's like Rex. You said you're doing the Magic Band because they started that. Mm -hmm. Magic Band Plus, yeah. Uh, I got to be with a group that was testing those. The one that I was going to use was having like a little bit of an issue, but uh, they made it really quick and easy. So when you're doing your fast pass, everything is just on like this That's little watch awesome. and it's going to freak and everything is done. It's like a smartwatch and it like does fun stuff apparently. Like it interacts with some things. Yes. Um, I guess you can like use There's, it to like, go. Achievements you can get. You can go bounty hunting, I guess, in the Star Wars experience. Um, part of that. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be so much fun. Like I'm excited. I'm yeah. tired as fuck, but it's going to be so much fun. It's neat, but you'll get your steps in. Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> we will not talk about how out of shape I feel after I go to Disneyland. Oh, God. <laughs> I have to make sure I have my Dr. Scholl's so I can put it in my insert. You know, <laughs> I discovered the bad I don't even thing. think that helps when you go to Disneyland. Oh, no, it does. Mm. Trust it, me. It does. Trust me, it does. You're walking on hard mm. concrete. Yeah. It's Trust just, me. It's no mercy at all. My feet would have died last year for my birthday if I hadn't had my inserts. Like, it would have been very bad. I would have been a very, very sad and tired old man. Not that I wasn't anyway, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel uh, rickety. Like at the end of the day, I'm just all like <laughs> trying to fall into my hotel room. Bed. It does, and it's awful. It's 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 terrible, but it's it's totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Wow, Felicia, how was your weekend? Um, I you know I just never do anything. Um, I stay at home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you were actually you were busy. I was gone, and you were busy. Uh, I was. Um, so uh, Thursday morning, uh, and Dee was on this uh, wonderful call. Uh, we spoke to some college students about Drag Story Hour. Nice. Um, oh, and they, they asked some wonderful questions. In fact, I forgot the name of Sylvia Rivera, because um, that was one of the questions. It is have. literally part of our sex trivia question. <laughs> like it's literally uh, like something that I learned a long time ago, and I. Shame. A, they never gave us the questions that they might ask, <laughs> and B, I was feeling very on the spot because they asked me something that I probably hadn't thought about, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." Cool. Cool. Um, and it was about um, 1969 and how um, 
<laughs> I told on myself. Um, but it was about 1969 and how all things related. And, um, and then I just kind of went into a tangent and then uh, totally forgot the name. Oh, no. Um, and then, uh, but... Uh, they had very good questions because you know, like once you talk to college kids, you think, "Oh, they're gonna ask like really lame questions, and they're gonna, um, you know, make me feel like they did make me feel like I was old." Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the thing, and I was like, "Wait, I, uh, I'm in my late thirties, but geez, the way they were talking made it seem like I was like seventy four. Or something. Right. You're from the and before was, time. Right. Yeah. And they were You're they, an elder now, Felicia. You're an elder. Well, and they yeah, were talking like, oh well, my mom, my mom grew up in like the eighties and nineties. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're talking um, about things you like. They're like, my mom was a <laughs> And so uh yeah, that was that was good. Um and then later that night, then D was there too. Um, for that, um, we went to Sparkle, Glitter, Glisten, um, and it was an event to uh, inform folks about the Rainbow Library. I'm yeah. really sad that okay. I missed that. We had I had so much fun when we we got to to MC that event uh, a couple years back. I'm really bummed that I actually missed it this year. Uh, this Sparkle, year they had Glitter, students. Glisten, G L S E N, Glisten. Okay, Glisten. gotcha. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I actually really enjoyed that. I was like, dive, turn, work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like me forgetting Sylvia Rivera. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, um, it was totally not what I expected. It was a different experience. Um, I was um, sitting at the staircase, and I had to read a book aloud. Audience or no audience, didn't. Oh, mm. that's interesting. They just and. Folks had to walk up. To, yeah, they had to walk up to me so I could stamp their report card. It was like a passport thing around the area, huh. um, and then I had to tell them about the Rainbow Library. Library, yes, I say mm. library. Um, and then when the music kept getting louder, I couldn't read. Right, you're like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Caterpillar. And it got to a point where I started to, because um, like when you read, you have a cadence, right? And so yeah. okay. um, my mind was not going with the cadence that I was reading. It was going oh, along no. with the music. Oh, and no. So I was like, this is not working. So I just started talking to people and holding a book. Um, <laughs> there you go. You can hold court on a stage. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love it. So that's where the pictures came from because I was like, I cannot read with loud music like this at all. No, they, I, I feel like they didn't think that through. No, well, no. and people found out about the Rainbow Library, so it's okay. Well, so, and that's all that matters. Um, I did my that's job, I think. Sometimes, um, and then, <laughs> yes, um, and then on Saturday, uh, I had an interview with uh, Kathy Blaze on Desert Wood days i think i said it right um, i don't know what any of that means me either um <laughs> they, <laughs> you did an interview yeah they had a nice studio set up and um i tell you 
when I say the brain is not working, the brain is not working, not working at all. Um, um, I went there with things that I wanted to say and I left feeling like I didn't say them. So oh no. uh, when you watch the interview, um, people don't be mad at me because I didn't talk about drag story hour, which I really wanted to talk about. Um, I didn't talk. Did you I at least plug our show? Like, come on. I no, plugged our show, but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so stupid. Um, <laughs> not the show wasn't stupid, but I felt. Oh like, lord! Did you at least oh. look glamorous? Of course. Um, okay. <laughs> then we will call that a win. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday we had uh, magic with. Uh, well, Mia wasn't there. It was Des, uh, Desiree De Mornay, um that was there. Um, good show, small but mighty crowd. But uh, we need we need more people, more people on a Sunday. And don't tell me that people don't go out. Don't tell me people don't go out on a Sunday because we could drive by the Rock and Sunday, see people. But... I see people at the Rock when I'm going home. I'm old, so like mm -hmm. anything, like yeah. I leave going out to on Sundays for you young people that are you know aren't. I only do it once a month. Only do it that's, once a month. That's still, that's still that's really hard for me. It's really hard. I really have to summon the will. Right, to go out <laughs> like on it's a struggle. Wow. Uh, Eric, did you do anything fun this weekend? Ah. Uh -huh. I went Christmas decorating shopping. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, that's the best. Yeah, it was actually really fun. Uh, my guy is very into decorating for the holidays. And Ooh. I lived in my townhouse for like a decade. And I had not put up a goddamn Christmas tree. Uh, I just didn't Ever? Do it. Ever. Look at you being all domesticated and shit. I know. Oh. Big wild wow. daddy. Oh, no. But I couldn't be happier. <laughs> So in 2020, you know, we're all stuck in the house and he really wanted to get a Christmas tree. So we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, now uh, we like to festoon everything. Uh, so we do a whole thing for Halloween. And now we were going out for Christmas uh, decorations. We went with a little group of friends. We hit like Home Goods and Ross and At Home, yeah. TJ Maxx. That's we did like so those are those are our go tos too. Like we hit the yeah. We bought every glitter colored uh, glitter covered flower that they had. Excellent. Uh, so yes. we're gonna cover everything with all of the sparkles. Uh -huh. We did a little winter wonderland in the restroom and downstairs. Puppy's gonna end up with glitter poops. Yeah, that's probably gonna be a thing. He doesn't eat that much random stuff. It, but it gets it's it's just sort get of it everywhere. It just gets into know. everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll we'll be finding glitter. At It'll, be It'll be festive. It'll be festive. It was a great time, and uh, it's cool to see all of the stuff they have. People bitch about like we shouldn't skip Thanksgiving, but I'm like. Uh, Thanksgiving's fine. I like the food, but uh, the holidays, but I, all of the kitschy fall decorations, uh, I'm no, not here for. No. Also, let's be real. The holiday is based on, oh, I don't know, genocide and colonialism. So, yeah. Like, it's... Uh, well, they've, they've tried to no. change it around. They've tried to change it around. Mm -hmm. I, I'm happy to just skip it and... Because and, we're, we're going to start decorating this weekend. Okay. There and you go. We have... Is it one or two of our storage things, babe, that that, uh, that are full of large tubs of Christmas decorations? Oh, look at, we got people that, 
Yeah, we have a lot of considerations. And post some photos, Jesse. I'm like, I'm, I'm stupid when it comes to like the holidays. I'm that sappy person okay. that I'm just like, I, I want, I've already. So to stay awake from driving home from Houston, I found the holiday station my ah! Sirius XM because it was the only way I was gonna be able to stay awake, and I was singing along at the top of my lungs because that's what I, it is. It's what it is. I like three like, Christmas carols, three of them. Like the others, I can deal with, but there are three that I really like. Hmm. Uh, o Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Okay. Done in the original style. Okay. Okay. Um, Carol of the Bells. Okay. Done in the original style. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. And Silent Night, specifically in German. Okay. So you're kind of a purist then when it comes to like, like holiday songs. A little bit. See, I'm like, I could care less about the, the, I I, I really, I I couldn't, I couldn't care less about the, the, like the Christmas shit. I'm more like the holiday stuff. Like, wait, you know, walking in Winter Wonderland. Yes. Silver Bells. Silver bells. Is nice. I'm like I, I like the the holiday feel without mm-hmm. the Jesus part of it. Yeah, I'm not a Christian either. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can skip the Jesus part of it. Although a I'm really like good, a good rendition of Old Holy tune, Night though. will get me teary eyed. Okay, Who? if done right. A, a gospel tune is delightful. If done, I right. I really like well done gospel music. If it's not done right, eh. speaking oh, of doing things right. Uh, that leads me into our tip this evening and because we have sir eric with us um also let me just we did not plan on basically (laughs) dressing i was almost going to wear this hat and then i didn't i was like i'm gonna do a crown instead because i had like the black oh thank god it wasn't me yeah we we, (laughs) i i opened the door and we just kind of looked at each other and went we just laughed because i i of course am wearing eye makeup because why not so yeah, I wasn't gonna sit between you two and not have eye makeup on. So I was like, all right. So oh. yeah, this was. Not I'm not like, wearing a thing. This is <laughs> just a little bit of chapstick, <laughs> right? Chapstick and some eyeliner. That's about it. That's you know? that's all I did. That's what took me so long. <laughs> Figures. That's about right. So because we have Sir Eric with us, and we don't have too many like opportunities to talk about the actual leather community and and you know the things wrong way that's what we were trying to do earlier and it wasn't working um so i decided (laughs) that this evening we talk a little bit about the sort of leather scene and the old guard versus the new guard because there's still a lot of it's a conversation it is a conversation and i think that a lot of the sort of older folks are still very much about the old guard and then it kind of you know the- wait before you go yeah. before you dive in mm-hmm. uh, can you tell people what that means and yes. why it's so important that it's a versus at this folks. point true okay so the what's considered to be sort of the golden age of of leather um, is the decade that starts around 1972 and then goes to about 1982. That's sort of considered to be the golden age of leather. Um, it was right up until when the, the sort of the AIDS crisis hit and that specific community was one of the communities that got hit really hard as far as um, mm. infections and, and things like that. But the leather community as a whole has been around um, sort of as we know it since the 50s. There's, I'm sure there's been plenty before that, but I think it's uh, based on, on research, it's 
about the 50s is when like the leather scene as we kind of know it is when it sort of popped up. I think that was clubs? when a lot of people started to become aware of each other. Right. Because many of the clubs that we look back at now had existed sort of just in pockets. Right. So we didn't have the internet then and people <gasps> just were in their own little uh, isolated communities. Mm-hmm. So oh my God. we hear people talk about like leather traditions right. and where things came from. A lot of that is from how things were done with a specific club, maybe in a specific region. Yeah. And then maybe somebody else hears, you know, third hand that, well, they did it this way. And then a generation later, people are like, oh, well, this was how it was always done. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot of conflicting histories because there were a lot of different traditions that were practiced in different areas by different groups. I do know okay. that uh, for a hot minute there um, on the East Coast versus West Coast, um, East Coast, if you were a dominant or a top, you actually flagged right instead of left. No shit. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then eventually West Coast kind of when people travel and right that kind of took over. Those of you but... who haven't heard of flagging, uh, so <laughs> you should by this they point. Should. We talk about it enough on this show. Right. It's Jesus all over Christ. The place. But uh, it's just a visual shorthand for letting people know what you're into. You can use colored handkerchiefs sometimes. Back back in the day, people would use like the keys. keys. They would hang their yeah. keys on one side or yeah. the other to let them know if they were looking to fuck or get fucked. And, right. Uh, and then all the different colored handkerchiefs. Uh, you can Google mm-hmm. the hanky code. It's out there. Uh, yeah, although the modern version is like so long. It's, it's a little 16 ridiculous. pages. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh my it's gosh. It's a little crazy. It's, but a, it's a lot. The different colors all stand for different things. Right. So back during the sort of golden age of, of leather, there was a social order um, of the time. And that is kind of what became and kind of what developed into what we know as the old guard. Um, I have my notes because I do research. Um, so there was the sort of the the standard uniform. Again, quotes, lots of quotes here, folks. Lots of quotes here, folks. And the more of this uniform that one wore, the more into the scene that they were. So you would have things like boots, specifically things like motorcycle boots, faded Levi's, uh, plain black leather belts, uh, plain T-shirts, keys, Eric mentioned, um, either worn on the left or the right side, Uh, leather motorcycle jacket, denim vest, leather gloves, uh, leather cap or leather cover, um, leather chaps, leather pants. uh, All of this? All at one time? Not all at one time, but that's not all one look. You could, but you'd look really weird. There would be a lot of things. Those were like the standard pieces to the the uniform. Oh, okay. And there would be some places that wouldn't let you in if you were not appropriately attired. Correct. Correct. What? Um, so and like generally, the uh, the caps and the leather pants were usually worn more by dominance, and it all had to be black. There's no other. No, we no, didn't do colored. Leather. No brown leather. Nothing. Black leather. That was all that was. You know, uh, vests, harnesses, and hankies were pretty much not a thing. You never saw vests. You didn't really see harnesses, and the hanky code was not really a common thing at that point. It was mostly just the keys that indicated whether you were top or bottom. Did so you, I know. I heard a great thing from uh, one of our other local leathermen, uh, Boy Scotty, who is fabulous. Mm-hmm. He was telling us how uh, back in the day with square dancing, uh, when mm-hmm. they didn't have enough women, they would have some guys with a red handkerchief and some guys with a blue handkerchief huh. to let everybody know who was supposed to be leading or following. 
in oh, the I had, I had no idea. That's fascinating. So I feel like there's huh. like probably a little bit of a crossover I there. I think probably. I have a feeling that, yeah. I had no Maybe idea. They were just super cute. I didn't grow up in the States, so like square dancing anything is beyond like I have no, no fucking clue. Yeah, it was the whole thing. And they would dance with the handkerchief and everything too, but the color let everybody know what position you were supposed to be doing. Huh. Interesting. That's fascinating. Um, along with uh, you know the the uniform that comes along with that, you also had to behave properly. Again, large quotation marks there, um, which meant basically back then there was the the sort of code and the values uh, of loyalty, honor, trust, masculinity, and fraternity. And I've never masculinity heard of was a big thing. That was yes. That was big and. I I have a theory about a lot. Uh -huh. uh, in nature, sometimes prey animals will adopt the camouflage of their predators mm -hmm. so that they don't get eaten. Right. Yeah. Uh, like there are snakes that will evolve the markings of other venomous snakes right. so that people don't fuck with them. Right. And I I feel like on a level, maybe as queer people, you know, back then they were living below the radar. They didn't want to be targeted. Right. So adopting um, the camouflage of the masculine men around them straight acting made them less likely to be targeted for right. violence. Yeah, oh. I mean, that makes sense. I, that, I, honestly, that still happens today. Yeah. By, I, like, a leaps, I, I, tons, like, that, you, that, that mask for mask, looking well, for only and, mask, and I'm straight acting. What the fuck does straight acting even mean? I, I just, that's a whole thing. I'm straight acting. The other facet to that, though, is that we also just, <laughs> as people, uh, our brains sometimes eroticize trauma in order right. to deal with it. Yep. Like you'll see some people that uh, will treat things like a joke or like you hear about EMTs developing like bad gallows humor, but right. they see horrible things right. yeah. and they have to be able to cope somehow. Yeah. And sometimes we will sexualize things that have traumatized right. us. No, for sure. So I feel like there is some of that that goes on where we are harmed by this image of what masculinity is supposed mm -hmm. to be. And then in order to cope, we kind of eroticize it. Right. Uh, but if we're not breaking that down or dissecting it, we can unwittingly perpetuate that harm. Right. Then we end up with toxic oh. masculinity and all sorts of things that go along with it. Um, let's see, part of the old guard as I well. Like that. Uh, if you were out in public, you also needed to follow protocols regarding mm -hmm. whether between master slave, dominant submissive, all these things. And you kind of instinctively knew and understood what those protocols were, but it was expected. Mm. Um, you, in order to be a part of the leather community, you had to be a part of a family, a house, or a clan, or you were an outlier and... You might not have been considered vetted. Right. Uh, and by so that, I'm, Right. Uh, <laughs> but by that, I mean, like, when you have a group of kinky people that are seeking each other out and maybe somebody's like, ooh, I want to get whipped by somebody or I want to get tied up and they're doing things that potentially if you're doing it with somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, you could get hurt. Oh my God, I can't tell you how many times I've seen demos by people and I'm like, stop! Oh my <laughs> God, what are you doing? Stop it! Like, oh God. I... But I can see how oh. things like uh, houses or clans potentially would let other people know that you're you've at least been observed and taught some things by some other people that as long as you're not getting taught the wrong things by people because there's there's that, that but yeah. but at least people can see okay somebody else knows who this person is right so maybe right they're not as uh -huh. big a risk um and then of course there's the big one where you had to earn your leathers 
How do you earn the leathers? You had to earn your leathers, which usually came from the houses or the clans or whatever, like you... you... Undergoing some sort of a mentorship. Something. Yeah. Getting fucked by the right person. (laughs) Right. And that, right. So So politics, politics. And a a lot of ways, yes. Uh, You know, earning your leathers could be anything from, wow, you you know, did this really cool thing or whatever. Right. So here's this. You did my or, boots really well. I'm right. going to give you this jacket. Right. Or, or, you know, you sucked my cock the way that I expected it to be sucked. So, so here's, here's the... Uh, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it doesn't... It, in the end, I don't think it necessarily means... I imagine as, it was like, all very regional. Uh, right. Everybody probably had their own customs and preferences. Right. right. People that say there was like a whole universal set of rules, like... There was never a set of engraved leather tablets that we all. No, that's, <laughs> we didn't oh have kinky noses. There was none of that. <laughs> Today, though, it's I. I would think it's very different. Like the, the different. uniform is basically whatever the fuck you're comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, in whatever best represents you. Um, you know, you still have the 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 standard covers. You still have. You know, you still see the chaps, you still see the motorcycle jackets, you still see all of that, but now you also see harnesses, you see vests, you see kilts, uh, colors, oh my god, the colored leathers, um, PVC even, vegan leather, uh, lace, all of these things, Uh, like rubber, vinyl, rubber and vinyl, all these different things, fur, Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, mixed into sort of the <laughs> typical leather looks. So that's been a big thing. And I know as far as like some of the competitions that has uh, ruffled some feathers. It has, but I, I'm seeing the needle move. I yes. got to compete at International Mr. Leather in June. That is where I got this medallion. Everybody that competed gets one and uh, it was a really fabulous experience. Uh, I looked very different in terms of the gear that I wore than a lot of the men that were there. Uh, But my experience was very, very welcoming. And uh, I received all of the compliments from all of the guys that were there. uh, And they enjoyed that I was bringing something different. I was not the only one. There were a few other guys that- All right, I like that. I remember when uh, Pup Tugger competed. Yeah. And he stepped on stage with those heels. That was in 2015. And everybody, it was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> like the collective clutching of pearls in the leather community was just like, oh my god. What, <laughs> what I'm seeing well, now, thankfully, is that fewer pearls are being clutched. Yes. Uh, and now, now it's more that like, if pearls are being clutched, everybody else is like, right. come on. It's like, mm, get over it, it's 2022. Right, like, we're yeah. past that now. Like really, if you um, haven't seen mm-hmm. this already, like get out from under your rock. Like it's, the, the judges too. Uh, I, I got lots of comments about the amount of authenticity that I brought, and uh, they were looking for somebody who could kind of creatively represent. They weren't looking for like a cookie cutter. Like that's what I would hope it would be about, would be the, the, the authenticity of it. Because if someone who, you know, goes out in full leather gear with just what you would sort of think of the stereotypical leather man, like, yeah. but that's not who they are. That reads. You can can totally see uh, if somebody isn't wearing something that they're really comfortable. Right, and it's the it's actually the same with uh with the 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 AMAB folks with like the the drag pageants and stuff. I was gonna say that the misters and and because 
it's the same it's the same thing you have them and because for the longest time it was you you have to be masculine you have to be masculine presenting everything in your package has to be masculine and absolutely and, no glitter right oh my god no sparkles no nothing really and oh god it was it was, it was it very was weird like it was very toxic and you'd see these these boys compete who they were obviously not flamboyant they just weren't that wasn't who yeah. they were but they'd go out there and try to butch it up and it'd be like oh honey no like you could see they were so uncomfortable i'm thinking of nathan lane in the birdcage oh my god right where he just big socks <laughs> and look even more obvious to you right. now, don't i what yes we do right because <laughs> one wanted touch of color one wants like, a touch right, of color right. right and it's slowly it's been a little it's been rough but even mm -hmm. with like even with the kings it's been the same thing huh. they always for the longest time they wanted you to look like a boy they wanted you to act like a boy they want like they wanted masculine presenting they're doing things. like the gender illusion mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm like okay but there are like plenty and... of things out there that aren't masculine yeah. like, so it, but because I more would say and more that's in general right like um, right. like i growing up as a flamboyant femme boy would be like no no you need to tough it up no i i don't i really don't i this is me thank you and i appreciate it and it's tougher to you yeah right like, yeah this is, uh, this, this is not easy like and to be able to step away from that and and compete authentically whether it's leather whether it's drag whatever it is that shit's hard because mm -hmm. especially if you're one of the first people to kind of do it because that first time i was gonna be like mm. yeah yeah people are not gonna know what box to put you in. right and be like um i was the one at iml uh that other people came to for help with their eye makeup though <laughs> i have discovered that i am the like i'm the the daddy of interview i tied everybody's ties oh, in Houston. and i bet they all looked fabulous of course they did i'm like i'm like I'm, there's like i walk into the bathroom and there's like four guys in there in front of the mirror and they're all going they didn't figure it out before they got there they didn't know how to tie and then they look do you know how to tie a tie yes honey give me your tie <laughs> did you there's give him the disappointing dad who, look when you put the tie he, like, on he retied his tie. Proud like, dad look when he's tying the tie it for was, him. It no, like, that's that's was, not on brand for him. This poor guy retied his tie three <laughs> times, and the back, the skinny part was still longer than the front. And I was like, <laughs> let me help you. I'm like, I'm that walking look, around. Right I'm there. Like, let me unbutton this button. Don't button that second button on your jacket. Like, let me unbutton this. Let me fix this. I'm, I'm, I'm like the, the dad of like the pageant world now at this point, because that's, that's what I'm like, come here, let me, let me fix your tie. You know what? He's going to have a story to tell about you though, that you saved this, his tie. This, all, all of them are going to be like, oh, you remember that you know, little short old man that was going around tying everybody's ties? <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's me. Yeah, um, oh my God. Yeah, man. I'm sure they were grateful. Even oh, they were. They were. Um, I'm disappointed, bad dad look. Yes. <laughs> and then, like with uh, with as far as like you know leather and stuff today too, it's like it, I think that as a community, I think it's more open to folks. Like you don't have yes. the like that requirement of being a part of a clan or a house or whatever right. to be welcomed. You can anybody can come in, you know and mentors and mentees and things like that are helpful 
and they can help make the intro to the community easier. Yes. But they're not required per se. Um, mm. Sometimes they are if you are a part of a specific club or as part of a you know specific right. group. But as you know, someone who happens you know if if you if you're someone that kind of runs solo or whatever, it's not like well we're not gonna we're not right. I will so, say we still look for uh, people to be vetted. Yes. So uh, I am one of the affiliate members of the Phoenix Boys of Leather. And one of the things that they do is whenever somebody is entertaining, meeting somebody new, or they're wanting to like go to a scene maybe with somebody that they haven't done before, uh, people check references. Oh, ask I, like, hey, which, do we know this guy? Like, Which I think is a very, very good idea because just yeah. based on the things that i've seen and, and talking to people and oh my god doing our our sex mm -hmm. trivia once a month jesus christ the <laughs> there are people that like no no don't you you don't know you yeah. don't know i i have mm -hmm. given both red lights and green lights before uh it's terrifying some of these things we I'm have seen a lot of red lights at uh sex trivia <laughs> well he doesn't he doesn't know about his own body so he may not know about yours <laughs> and how tragic is that oh my god it's well terrible. they're the ones that are self-proclaimed uh sex experts sex experts oh. every time you tell me you're a sex expert i'm going to assume that you know nothing because yeah. <laughs> that's and it's usually true it's usually yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're usually going to be cisgender and mm, the vulva nerd. is on the inside. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. No. The internal labia. <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> but that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I also don't understand. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. It's the, right there. Why is it so hard to find? It's right. There. No. <laughs> the vulva is just the lips. Just the lips. But do not, not the internal labia. Oh, okay. the cis hat guys do not, do not want to hear him when he says you're wrong. Please look at the picture on the screen. Literally, there's like a diagram. I'm like, no, you see all of this out here, all of this <laughs> external stuff, all of this. This is the vulva. Okay, but what about the internal labia? No, 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 no. <laughs> there are no internal labia. There are not some. <laughs> <laughs> like just the that's maybe not the best gesture for the conversation but that's exactly <laughs> what it is though. <laughs> it's like like i just i i oh. yeah but none, none of them are internal they're yeah, not no, internal they're, they're, they're still external they're just but they're not it, it, i don't know right I don't want uh, so, yeah 3D. I don't want the 3D models. I want the puppets. I need like a, I need a vulva puppet is what I need. Oh, that's what I need. I can just. I might know somebody <laughs> that makes puppets. Right. I just that's what I need is a vulva puppet. You I mean, I've I seen like the whole costume. Weird. Yeah. What? There is a, oh, yes. Yeah. There's a there. Yeah. I've I've seen a few folks in vulva costumes. They're quite fun. They're like made. Of oh my god! And Felicia's gonna do this. <laughs> Fine. You find like, the vulva like costume. I'm gonna wear the inflatable eggplant. There you go. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. <laughs> is it inflatable? Wait, is it inflatable? It's, in, it's inflatable. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. It's an inflatable eggplant. Okay, y'all yeah. go ahead. No, but <laughs> Felicia finds a vulva. <laughs> She's like, oh, so I mean, to round off the tip, like they, I. 
Sorry. I'm 12. Any thoughts on the old guard versus new guard when it comes to the avant-garde is the old guard versus the avant-garde? I would say that my lived experience has changed over time. Like they back, I would say even as recently as 2015, like when we were talking Mm -hmm. about Tucker. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like from certain segments of the leather community, you know, I got some eyebrows if I would, you know, go out and fur and leather and stuff. But uh, now that's not the case. And I would also say it depends very much on where you are. Mm. Phoenix, weirdly, you would think like, being in Arizona, you wouldn't expect Phoenix to have like this really progressive sex community. But my experience is that we do. And in traveling around uh, and being with other leather groups and other places, uh, I find that the diversity that we see here is actually pretty great. But the prevailing attitude seems to be that folks are welcoming of innovations and understanding that this is the way it's going to go if we want the leather scene to continue, that it's going to have to diversify. And for the most part, it seems like people are welcoming of that. I think there's still a few holdouts, but uh, I think just like any change over time, those just kind of get worn down uh, and then the new becomes the new norm. And then, of course, there's the fact that trans folks are far more welcome in the community than they have been. Um, there's still some, there's still some ruffly feathers that happen. And I remember when, um, oh, former IML trans guy, what is his name? Our last IML was a trans guy. I know. What's his name? Uh, are you thinking of Tyler? Uh, Jack was the last IML. It might might, might be Jack. Might be Jack. Um, because I remember when he won, there was some interesting comment there was a little bit of silliness there was some you know people are like shut the hell up our current international mr bootwack is yep yep so and i think a few years ago that would have not been a thing i think that that's you know because when with toxic masculinity comes things like misogyny and you know that's there's no way that a trans man could be anything well, he can turn out a pair of boots. Right. And he's a fantastic guy. I got to spend some time with him. Oh, that's awesome. In Chicago. That's awesome. So, I mean, there's, there's, I think that there's, there's a lot of growth happening. I still think that there's growth that needs to happen. But I think with anything, it's just one of those things that just, it, it's going to take more people to quiet the, the other voices and, yeah. you know, help them understand that, you know, this is, Shit happens. Change happens. Right. Like this is just like anything. Things grow. Things change. It is what it is. I think the rest of us will celebrate loudly. Yeah. <laughs> and and those that have ugly things to say won't be heard. Yeah. And that's I think that's pretty much what we need it's to do. Always the people with ugly, ugly things to say that soon join in. Because mm. I remember yeah. when Freddie went up there with a corset on. Now you see people in corsets. I don't know. Now you're seeing people in courses like they fucking invented it. I'm like, <sighs> I'm like you're welcome. Oh. Right. <laughs> like now I you guys hate at this. And I'm like, okay. how many people do you think we'll see like in leather and fur after? Oh, right, right. Now all of a sudden this is going to be the thing. It's going to be leather and fur now. Oh, I, I just ordered leather and fur. That's what I was doing. <laughs> right. Felicia's like, that's right. going to arrive. Right no, tomorrow. just kidding. I found the vulva, inflatable vulva. Um, <laughs> The reviews are mixed. One says, this is small. 
we don't size shame here. We don't size shame, but you know, it's I, not accounted for. I understand that things can be, you know, it can be smaller. Sometimes it just needs a little more working up to things. The costume. Like, I'm talking just, about the costume. Can't, um, but still, you can't just throw it out. Like, you just, you know, sometimes it just needs to... You need a second. Yeah. Well, you know, another review says this is glorious. It was everything I'd hoped for. Okay. I love a glorious fall mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, everything I hoped for, uh, Katie Hobbs was <laughs> declared the winner of the Arizona gubernatorial race. Thank fucking God. And Carrie Lake was declared a big whiny sore loser. Surprise, surprise. Did she uh, do her thing and say, I declare that I'm a loser? No, she said Arizonans know BS when they see it. That's why we also shady hops. She has a little paper that's her little paper that says I I declare that I am the loser. Um, I don't know if she's. I don't think she has. She probably won't, because I I'm I'm pretty sure that Trump to this day probably hasn't. But he has, yeah. Like, so he hasn't conceded. It's like it's like, whatever. It's it you know I'm. Uh, I'm I'm a little concerned at how close it was. It should not have been that close. It shouldn't have been that close. It should not. It, I, you know, and it's like while I, I, while I'm celebrating the fact that she is a little shithole of a human that lost, the fact that it was that close makes me very nervous because it should not have been. And it's like, yes, celebrate the fact that. We now have a Democratic governor for the first time in, what, 15 years, I think? A long-ass time. Mm -hmm. um, but don't don't celebrate too hard, because that was too close. We we were talking uh, about change a second ago. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, there was a time not that long ago when yeah. even the idea of an election going this way would have been like, ha! Ah! Right. So I oh, feel no, like... I we're still on the continuum. I I'm, think you're right, though. We can't. Like, I'm here rest for it. I the the fact that it like it. I agree. It was not. A, it wasn't a landslide. Right. You know, like there was like the fact that we were checking, like refreshing every fucking day. That should not have been a thing. <laughs> you know, like it 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 there should have been a wider margin, and the fact that there wasn't is concerning. Yeah. So what's the saying that the like, arc of justice is long, but it bends toward truth. My my hope is that in the future, right? Uh, maybe we're in the middle of that arc, and that down the road, maybe crazy so, people about conspiracy theories won't be allowed to run, or nobody will take them seriously. Fucking That'd be nice. Last week, last week, uh, when I talked to uh, Dina Nina, um, when she joined us, um, we talked about the election and how um, the GOP have everything kind of organized. Um, they may not be the smartest, but they are the most organized. And when they come up with a plan, they trickle that plan on and they don't let it go. They keep going with that plan until they get what they want. Um, but often people that are more liberal per se, I don't want to say Democrat, but um, are not creating a plan and then sticking to it and carrying it through because then they get all flustered like the donald trump thing if i feel like the other side would have came up with a plan they would have conquered well you remember during the primaries i was like where the fuck is even katie hobbs like she wasn't saying mm -hmm. anything there was nothing there were no signs up there were no nothing and i was like is she still running mm -hmm. like there was nothing and i was like 
what the fuck? I like, was happy she didn't debate her. I'm no, I'm glad that she didn't debate her because it would have just been a hot fucking it shit just show. Been, it would have been terrible. It would have been a circus. But it mm -hmm. just like because we we had even talked about it when with with the primaries. I was like, where is Katie Hobbs? Like she didn't do any interviews. She didn't do anything. There were no like campaign signs. There were no nothing. She was very silent, and I was kind of concerned about that. I was like, why aren't you out here talking? Like there was nothing. I was like, mm, better get your ass in gear, because uh. also Felicia, I'm gonna say it's probably a good thing that I wasn't on the show last week because if <laughs> I had found out that what's his nuts uh -huh. didn't get around to voting. I would not have been nice about it. Wouldn't have. Nope. Mm -hmm. I, mm -mm. Nope. Sorry. Wouldn't have been nice about it. You can't tell me that I didn't get around it. No. Well, you didn't get around to voting. I, mm. Voting in Arizona is actually really easy. <laughs> well, I'm like, there's literally no excuse. And I had brought up that he said that he had just moved. So I said, well, why didn't you drop it off in your nearest drop off spot? Right. I like dropping it off the day. That's mm -hmm. I do. I like to do. It's almost like a fast pass in the in the voter line. Mm -hmm. like a, I had to drop mm -hmm. it off a couple of days ahead of time because I was going to be on the road on actual okay, voting. But like, there's literally no. Don't don't tell me you didn't get around to voting because that's not going to work for me. Please go. Not. Gonna... <gasps> I don't know. It's that fine. Is. It's fine. Something is probably just Eric, balanced on something. Kill. It's fine. You can't. Can't see anything. Nothing here. This is all an illusion. Oh, fine. Perfect illusion. And of course, while plenty of states did go red, the red wave that the Republicans were hoping for didn't actually happen. Like, it was, it was, it was a, it was like a trickle. meh. It was trickled, but it was, it was not the wave day. that they had anticipated. So <laughs> at least there's that. It was a light day. It's, there is. That. Mm -hmm. Just some no heavy red. Um, so speaking of heavy red and mm -hmm. lots of bronzer, uh, Donald Trump has declared that uh, his intentions for 2024 is to run for president. I feel like he is gonna. I I don't think that's gonna. I don't, way he wants it. I don't think it's going to either. And I'm really hoping that with all the shit that's happening, there's going to be something that's going to completely basically make him ineligible. But the fact that it's just. Yeah. Peace, the fact buddy. that it's thing, Like, oh my God. This is the color of Donald Trump's face right here. <laughs> uh, the bronzer looks much more appropriate on you. <laughs> Uh, fact checkers are already going nuts. Um, at least 20 misleading... <laughs> Sorry, I read this earlier than I was laughing too. Um, at least 20 misleading and inaccurate statements during his speech from gas prices to the records he took off uh, tariffs on China. Uh, we're still recovering financially and economically from Donald Trump. Oh, so no, no, he fixed everything. And, you know... He, he... Oh! He's so made everything. Him. He he did all the things, and don't forget that you know Obama took a whole bunch of stuff with him as well when he left office. Says whose checkbook and how? Not a thing. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. 
So oh, I avoided this. <laughs> but we should just change the channel. So Dave Chappelle hosted SNL. And How'd that go for you? Mm -hmm. Again. Uh, I, I don't know why the hell they let him on SNL after his transphobic bullshit, but whatever. At this point, I'm, I'm nothing surprises me. Uh, apparently, he used his uh, monologue to talk about the anti-Semitic comments made by uh, Kanye and the NBA player um, Kyrie Irving. Uh, mm -hmm. But instead of condemning them and being like, no, being anti-Semitic is wrong, uh, he actually doubled down. He reinforced Kanye's anti-Semitic rhetoric. Uh, said that it's okay to be anti-Semitic, you just can't talk about it in today's climate. Um, expressed surprise that Irving had gotten in trouble for promoting an anti-Semitic film, and said that, I know Jewish people have been through terrible things all over the world, but you can't blame that on Black Americans. Okay. But we also can't be another minority. You, you, nobody's rude. blaming anything on Black Americans. What the fuck are you talking about? Maybe just don't be shitty to Jewish people. Uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, uh, or... Be kind. He, Damn. He's got this weird ass thing where apparently he thinks that only one group of people can be oppressed at a time. Uh, like he said that the world cared more about the LGBTQ community. I'm sorry. Than the um, I'm sorry. Have we have we not? Are we not living on the same planet? No, no, no. He's he he doesn't seem to grasp that you 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 can there you multiple groups can be oppressed at the same time. Like it. In different ways. This is a thing. Um, and you you can, in fact, be against homophobia, racism, and anti-Semitism at the same time. You don't oh have my to God. pick one. Oh, my God. How dare you? Uh, can we stop? Like, Jesus Christ. Can we just stop with Don't his, call his, out his, Jesus. <sighs> we need to just... Can, can Dave Chappelle just go away? Like, can he actually, like... The, the, he's not learning. He didn't learn the first time. Or the second time. Well, what is what does he need to learn? People keep booking him, that, and that's exactly it. Which like is the problem. That's the problem. Okay. Is that so? So we've talked about this before. We talked about canceling the last time you were here. Mm -hmm. Um, what's happening is, you know how you guys were talking about the new guard and the old guard. <laughs> I feel mm -hmm. like newer comedians know where the lines are, right? I feel like the old guard, the older comedians are like, eh, we can push the boundaries. We can keep pushing the boundaries because what? That's what That's what we minority comics. Right. Yeah, that's what minority comics had to do anyway. Uh but evolve, right? Uh we we need people to evolve, but that's not happening because you're right. If we keep booking them, are they gonna go, I don't need to change that? They booked me, so the material is good. I'll just keep doing it. Now, if somebody says, I will not book you until you fix this, your career goes into shambles, you think, okay, well, bitch, I need to fix this. That hasn't happened to any of these nope. people. As I mean, it for fuck's sake, Kanye's anybody. fans put a GoFundMe together for him. Like, <laughs> the saying about a fool and his money. Oh, God. So yeah, that's I. That on to bigger and better things. We actually get to talk to our guest about our guest. Yay! I love talking. Well, about I would that. hope I, they like to talk about themselves. Excellent. So you know what? Tell us about yourself. 
Uh, well, I are you? What are you here? Welcome to interview. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> we're we're all judging you all at the same time. All right. What are my categories? Okay. Uh, I am. My name's Eric, and I was Mr. Phoenix Leather in 2020. I won just before the pandemic <laughs> happened, so my title year was really long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just competed this year, but. Uh, I have been active in the leather scene for over a decade now. I think I first started kind of coming around in like 2010, 2011. And uh, I have been friends with the Phoenix Boys of Leather like pretty much that whole time. And I, outside of leather, I'm also an artist. I draw. Uh, you just want to draw I of did. mine at a competition. That, that you knocked over? No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's this was, I don't know if you can see. There it is. Oh, I love I that. colored and won this. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do have an Instagram if anybody wants to take a look. It is the Mayan Viking. Uh, and I have all of my illustrations and photography there. But uh, as a leather man, take the Y off. Yeah. Oh. The Mayan Viking. The Mayan Viking. Uh, but as I a leather man, I very much started in that kind of, I would say, off the rack right. uh, leather look that you were first start talking about. And looking back at pictures of myself, I can see that I'm like, okay, I was trying this out. Right. Uh, but that wasn't like going to be my jam. And then over time, as I look at pictures of my leather looks, they have very much changed. And thankfully, the community here in Phoenix is actually very, very supportive of that. Uh, I hear lots of great fabulous compliments people always loving your crown oh i'm gonna God. have to make you one it's fabulous it's so fantastic crowns oh. are a thing now too they are that's a thing i'll uh, take but... one. okay <laughs> i'll work that out uh i got into leather uh first like with porn you know <laughs> i was as looking at things thing. that turned me on i think that's, then, that's, that's usually how that's that's kind of like the right right mm -mm. And then fortunately, I was able to meet some people that showed me the ins and outs and uh, showed me the ropes. Ah, ah, uh, I see what you did there. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and I was able to learn through experience. I had some uh, play partners and relationships that uh, did not always turn out personally the way that I wanted them to. But I learned a great deal from them. And, and, and that's, that, yeah, that's experience that I try to pass on to other people that uh, I want their learning experience to, right. to maybe be a little bit less bumpy. What was the biggest lesson? Uh, that people who do not have anyone from their past in their present are to be examined closely. So in general, like you're talking like, like uh, just in general or like past partners? Uh, both. Okay. So I, I learned that people that don't have anybody from the past around, there's usually a reason for that. Uh, okay, to be fair, most of my partners, my past partners, were complete psychotic, like we, bipolar. We don't want like, them around. We don't. We, we don't want that. We don't need that kind of negativity. Sometimes we outgrow like, that. But like, if you don't have any friends, no, you don't out. You, like, you don't outgrow <laughs> this. It like <laughs> needs to go away. <laughs> no, I get I, that. Makes sense though. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. uh, yes, current partner excluded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. Yeah, thanks, thanks. 
She's crazy in her. We own said way. exes. We said exes. I did say exes. <laughs> I did say exes. You so sensitive. I'm just gonna. Oh, God, you're gonna get me in trouble. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, we do have a big event coming up this we weekend. Do, yes, I know. I'm very excited. Uh, and there's actually an online event happening right now. Uh, it is called Wax a Bear. It is, is that exactly porn? what it sounds like. <laughs> so if you think somebody's porn, big hairy men. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I should say people, not all of the people that we're waxing are men. Uh, but big hairy folks uh, get bid on like an auction, and mm -hmm. then whoever wins gets to. <laughs> Uh, oh my god they howl and everybody claps and money goes to charity mm. uh, wait 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 are... pause pause for a second just one strip or like multiple it depends on what the bear consents to and how much money you've been and to be fair yeah, the strips are pretty big don't you get any fucking ideas i swear to god don't you get any <laughs> i can see where this is going <laughs> <laughs> the the strips no are pretty big. Like they're like they're they're wide. Like they're they're uh -huh. pretty good strips. It's not like you have like a little mustache strip. Like it's a big. Oh. But if there was a charity that you would get waxed for, what would it be? I mean, we raised like four thousand dollars. I mean, I I would I would uh, listen. I, <laughs> you, you can I bet you we. <laughs> I think we could beat that. Just I hollered the first time they waxed my nose. Oh no! Okay, like <laughs> I, I haven't had that done. Uh, you're not missing anything. Not so. a fan. Not a fan. I can get my back waxed all day long. That didn't really hurt. Yeah, that, I don't imagine that would be too like sensitive. that. That wasn't. That really wasn't a big deal. My guy has a really furry back too. Oh, anytime I get like, uh, like, um. Anytime yeah, I, I get like prosade <laughs> or latex and my chest Leather hair, double Scorpio. that shit hurts like a motherfucker. Just trying to get that out of my chest hair. Waxing uh, my chest hair? I don't know how to feel about that. I'm a I am a Jesse ginger. I have very year. sensitive skin. I'm very sensitive. Jesse says skin. next year. Next year. Oh, the charity we're raising money for is the Lambda Phoenix Center. Uh, so they host and support uh, sobriety programs for. Uh, LGBTQ <laughs> folk. So people that need to get into a sobriety program can go to the Lambda Phoenix Center and be around other like-minded people. So to uh, to actually tie into that, um, the organization that um, our sex trivia on Friday is going to be supporting is also going to be the Lambda Center. Oh, we decided cool. that doubling up, I as well make a weekend of it. So right. hey, if y'all are watching, come to Sex Trivia at Gracie's on Friday um by their like they have a new brew that's being brewed like specifically for gracie's okay so a dollar from all from any one of those sold goes to uh lambda center that's awesome at so. uh wax of air is going to be at the anvil mm -hmm. on saturday night and there will be many ways to contribute uh one will be to bid on the bears getting waxed you can also buy raffle tickets uh, there will be silent auction items on offer, including some of my art, if you are interested. I already have one. I don't know if I need more. Oh, <laughs> it's very passe. Was okay. that a read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of, I mean, I guess I have wall space. You, you can also just donate if you want to. And currently online on the Phoenix Boys of Weather, Phoenix Boys of Leather uh, Facebook page, 
there is an online fundraiser as well. So people who aren't local or who can't come to the in-person event can still have the opportunity to donate and help LGBTQ folks stay sober. I will be there on Saturday. I'll probably get some raffle tickets. Yay. Buying the raffle tickets is a fun experience. It is a fun experience, yes. Yes, it they is. Measure your inseam. Mm -hmm. They make sure that you have the right number. Mm -hmm. They're very thorough about it's it. It's very yes, very very thorough. I'm I'm yes. I'm. Mm -hmm. It's pretty it's, exquisite. It's good. It's good. Depending on how chilly it is, it's going to determine on what I end up wearing. I was thinking my kilt, but I'm like, oh, mm. oh. I'm a ginger. I think it's going to be a chilly night. I'm like, I'm a ginger. I'm pretty cold. Do some cute, sexy pants, but make right. sure that they're tight so that they can really get your inseam. I off. yeah, because you know you want to make sure it's accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, has to be accurate. Yeah. I'm 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 not entirely mad at that I'm not going to be here Saturday evening because one of the kids is having a sleepover, so there's going to be like a gaggle of girls here doing things like facials. Oh, I want to come. Come, you know <laughs> what? Come right on ahead, please. Come right on ahead. It'll be that fantastic. That is my jam right there. I will. Totally I have to be strategic that. in leaving the house, so you can distract <laughs> them you because know, you... I have. <laughs> They've seen me in drag. There's certain things that they haven't seen me in. Like there's certain things they know. They they know that we're poly. Uh, okay. They like we're very open about being poly. The kinky uh -huh. leather side, not gotcha. so much. So I have to. What kind of hat is that? Right. So I have to just be strategic and leaving the house with a. Yeah. I could just picture mm -hmm. the other parents being like, "Hey, so, um, my daughter noticed." Right. <laughs> um, the stepdad uh, left the house in a kind of interesting outfit. We're just wondering what's happening. Right. And it's just you know, it's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. See, Felicia, you come. You D can drink and yeah, you can yeah. let them like you know give you makeovers and things. I don't. I don't know what what do thirteen year olds do. I don't know. Do they talk do makeovers about... and yeah? Talk about I'm like, do you talk about boys and stuff? They're like, ew, no. I'm like. They make TikToks, I imagine. Oh, we see, we oh, didn't yeah. have TikToks when I was 13. So we just sat around and like practiced kissing and talked about boys and stuff. Okay. Like that's, we didn't yes. have TikTok. Actually, Felicia, I bet you would be an excellent TikTok star for a bunch of 13 Oh my God. <laughs> oh Jesus, you should totally. <laughs> come, come up and hang out. I, I, they would, they, they'd be all about that shit. Oh my God, you can give them makeup tips. You could oh give them makeup gosh. tips. Let's do that it. That would be funny. That would be funny. They'll take your picture and do like filters and stuff. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Or I can make them into a filter. I could just, instead of the drag filter, mm. I can just put them in drag. Mm. There you go. Perfect. It's like a built-in babysitter. It'll be fine. It'll be excellent. Can... <laughs> no, be totally fine. I don't think anybody will have any complaints. Easy. <laughs> so, Waxbert, what time does the event start on Saturday? It will be at 9 p.m. That's so late. But uh, we also are encouraging folks to carpool because the parking situation is a little bit weak yeah. at the Anvil. So if you carpool, uh, you will also be able to get a free raffle ticket at the door. And what if uh, I carpool with just myself? That doesn't count. Your trunk full of drag doesn't count as an extra passenger. That's bullshit. That's anyway. rude. That is so rude. <laughs> Wow. I realize wow. it's like a whole other character. Wow. wow. You can bring my friend. You can bring my friend with you. Oh, see, there. She's dressed today. There is a suggested donation at the door uh, of five bucks. That's going to go toward the Lambda Phoenix Center. As oh, my well. God. You're just taking all my money. Yeah. No, it's a fundraiser, baby. That's what we're there to do. 
first of all, I can't carpool by myself, and now I have to give them more money. <sighs> the rudeness in this. Your participation is voluntary, but we will look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take a nap first. So it's past my yeah, time. get a nap in the afternoon. Yeah, like, <laughs> so 9 p.m. at Anvil. Um, God, it's late. Uh, and then Friday night, make sure that, you know, if you guys want to double down on the whole, like, supporting the Lambda Center, come to, you know, uh, see us at, at Gracie's. Um, do you have any advice for folks that maybe are starting to, they want to get into the leather community, they want to get into the scene, they're not sure where to start, they're not sure how to, like, find their way? Yeah. Uh, I would say find the people that smile, uh, because the people that are really like broody and serious and right. take themselves very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great for like a sexy scene, but when you want to actually learn things and meet people, people that behave kindly and want to make a connection with right. you and are open are the way to go. I so just look like that. Are... I just look like that. That's just your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag RBF. Mm -hmm. um, but no, really like they're, when people are new, and like wanting to learn about this stuff, they can be kind of vulnerable. Mm -hmm. uh, and they maybe don't know what isn't acceptable. So right. maybe somebody that wants to try out being a submissive, they think, oh, well, to be a good, good submissive, then I have to do what I'm told. But if the person telling you to do things mm. is telling you to do things that are not safe, right, or that cross your personal boundaries, right. or aren't looking out for you, right. you might feel compelled because you're new. right? that, well, I guess I have to go along with this right. uh, because that's what it's about. And that is not what it's about. So if you talk to people in a friendly, neutral space who are willing to just share their own experiences and help you know what is normal and acceptable and what's not, you stand a much better chance of having a positive experience. One of the things that that I tell people if they're, they're new, it's like, you know, because they get into... You can get into bad situations. They get into these situations and there's like, well, if I'm a submissive, then I'm everybody's submissive. No, you. no, you're not. You are Ooh. a submissive. You could be someone's submissive, but just because you are a submissive doesn't mean that you are everyone's submissive. And on the flip side of that, just because you consider yourself a dom, a sir, a master, whatever, you are not everybody's dom or sir or master. And you don't get to tell everybody what to do just because you have that identity because you're wearing that out right. right that's not how that works mm -hmm. and that's one that doesn't give you a path wait wait right you don't get to be a dick just because you're a dom that's not how that works i know yes, that you, you think that every i think you'd think that everybody knows what you're talking about but what if they don't what's a dom what's submissive uh a dom or a dominant is somebody that likes to be like the person in charge uh, when it comes to the sexy dynamic. So they're the one like giving orders. Uh, they're the one that is saying what the rules are and what somebody else is going to do. Uh, there are myths that like doms are the ones doing the fucking and subs are the ones getting fucked. That is not always the case. Nope. Uh, there are dominant bottoms out there and there are submissive tops that like to be treated like a dildo. Uh, there mm. are tops that like to get tied up and flogged mm -hmm. uh, and they have submissives doing that as a service for them. So it can look in a number of ways. Uh, a submissive is somebody that wants to be told what to do. They want to be kind of like in a lower position. They want to have rules that they have to follow. And all of that is very individual. Yeah. 
there are people who will tell you like, well, these are the rules of being a dominant. These are the rules of being a submissive. Eh. There are rules that pairs agree to right. and consent to. What one person consents to does not have to be what somebody else consents to. Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked about like negotiating scenes. We've talked about things like that on, on, on the show a few times because mm -hmm. yes, the misinformation mm -hmm. and the misconceptions out there are plentiful and dangerous in the yeah. wrong situation respect yourself or they listen to the tv or the movies boundaries boundaries are important regardless of whether you are a top or a bottom a dominant or submissive it, it doesn't uh -huh. matter boundaries are boundaries and unless there is communication where you are allowed to push boundaries if a boundary is crossed, that is an issue. It is not mm -hmm. just because someone is a dominant doesn't give them free reign to walk all over your boundaries and just be like, well, pff, I'm a dom. So well, bitch, I'm uh, a dom. That's not how that works. Yeah, that's so not, how, not how that works. And even well-intentioned and experienced people can sometimes accidentally cross boundaries. Uh, I have had experiences where people stated where they thought a boundary was. Right. And then as we approached that, we found out that the boundary was somewhere else altogether. Right. So sometimes oh. we learn through experience. And that's, and that's, but that's, that's, it's not intentional. And usually it's like a, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Wait a minute. That, and a good dominant will talk to you. Right. Stop what you're doing. Right. And talk to you about right. it. Right. And make sure you're okay. Often check-ins are, you know, especially if you know it's somebody new or you, you're trying something new, if you're uh, getting, you know, Check-ins are important in one way or another, just to, hey, you know, all of that. Okay. As far as groups, uh, I will plug the Phoenix Boys of Leather Absolutely. all day long. They are one of the greatest groups of people you could expect to meet. Uh, for people that uh, are looking to play in more like the pansexual or mm -hmm. uh, heterosexual spaces, uh, although this crowd is diversifying as well, Arizona Power Exchange uh, has lots of classes. They have dungeon they, spaces. They do, although they don't seem to vet people. Uh, we actually went to a meetup um, Monday night, and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, let's go. You know, let's go check it out. It was it was a casual, just you know, social meetup, and it's like, oh, geez, and then someone walked in i know it wasn't apex but it was there are people that are affiliated with apex so um that were you know in that um so but, are there groups that don't vet people well when you have someone that is a sexual predator who walks in then it's very common knowledge that he's a sexual predator and you're like oh no wow. yeah. so groups don't always vet folks properly or they don't care so just be mindful of that I'm getting into, like I don't think there's I don't think there's a problem with like the definitely the Phoenix Boys of Leather would not have an issue sending people their way for sure. Yeah. Just Apex is trying to like I know their leadership has changed yes. and they are trying to move in the desired direction. Yes. Uh, so I I think that as long as you have had conversations with people that you feel comfortable with, right. uh, maybe going there with somebody right. is a good idea. I always like going to new places with people right? Uh, so that I can at least have somebody there to check in with and make sure that uh, I'm going to be leaving with somebody that I know. Right. That's a good idea. Um. All right. Uh, next gig. I don't have anything except sex trivia coming up. That's all I got. So Friday, sex trivia. 
8 p.m. Gracie's supporting Lambda Center. I got nothing else. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else either. I don't think. Um... That's crazy. Uh, we do have some upcoming guests. Next week, we have uh, Jack Rabbit, who is in Austin and on the board of the Austin International Drag Festival. Super excited about that. November 30th, we have Dylan B. Dickerson White, who is Mr. Trans USA 2022. And then on December 7th, we have um, queer author Lee Call, who is going to be um, on with us. Uh, they're fabulous. I'm excited to have them on as well. Um, so we do have some fun, uh, some super fun guests coming up. Um, that's it. Do we have anything else, Felicia? Mm -mm. Uh, if you're on Patreon, uh, I owe you something and I'm not saying what it is. Um, and then this week you'll have a new something because Freddie's back and I don't have to remember that I was supposed to do this something and I It's forgot. fine. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> See, I'm um, not just a pretty face anymore. Now I can actually do shit. Um, so I totally thought about that as you just asked me and I was like, oh shit, I forgot to do it. Um, and then um, we're working on uh, trying to develop things for Patreon. So if you're on there, I essentially have thought about this for a bit now. I think I'm going to start posting less on Facebook and more on Patreon. I'm yeah. terrible at remembering to post anywhere. So if you get something. You've been doing pretty well. You've been doing pretty well. I've been trying. I've, I've been trying. I have taught you well. Maybe I should just teach people social media for a living. Earn those coins. Yeah. If you need a social media person, because uh, I will say no. that um, <laughs> folks have reached out to me, and then I give them the price, and then they go, "Oh." Nice That's because they don't want to pay for anything. They just want to pay you in exposure, right? Which oh. is not a thing. Oh, I don't. <laughs> You're like I'm. Ex I'm as exposed as I would like to be. Right. <laughs> People die from exposure. <laughs> People die of exposure. Oh my god, that should be my next shirt. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that. That would actually be fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. Good night. Bye. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> has died of exposure. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm gonna. We can make that with my fancy new cricket machine, which is in that cabinet right there. Oh yeah. And if we start selling them at record amounts, then how fast can you make them? <laughs> fast enough, I guess. I don't know. I'll make my partner do it. We have children. I make <laughs> them do it. I think there are. I don't think that's. Legal. It's fine. It's crafts. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's teaching them a trade. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. Totally Ooh. fine. We're giving them lessons that they can use later on in life. Anyway, thank you all I'm so much. I'm legally not a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thank you all so much for uh, joining us this evening. Uh, thank you so much to Sir Eric for driving up here yes. and actually being like in studio. You're like our first in studio guest since before the pandemic. I'm excited. It's and you're the first like official person to like see this you're everything you dreamed it would be. it's something uh <laughs> <laughs> don't come over here don't come over here this is a facade right here. i i have to say that this is actually relatively organized like 
there like get him here see like there was actually I there's have a path. come over and organize mine but there's a straight path from the door it. right to the desk like this i i think i did pretty good i think I did that's the mess in here her. but i have a clear pathway to the door it's there like you a, go. it's like a drag hoarder's dream you're welcome <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you to everyone who uh, watched live and to those who watch on the replay and who download the podcast. People who actually listen to the podcast yes. don't want to listen to us without the mess of actually having 6, to 6,000 downloads. Hey, I'll take 6,000 downloads. I'm happy with that, considering yeah. like the podcast is still relatively new-ish for us. So Yeah, I'll and I've been doing it regularly. Yeah. I didn't forget that last week. No, well, there's that. <laughs> Well, uh, we will thank see you, you all next yes. week for your Wednesday night conversation. Good night. Bye.